What up, though? Welcome to Tamara to the Break of Dawn, the show where you'll literally ride my train of thought as I discuss the different types of challenges and struggles that we all can relate to. I'm your host, Tamara Dawn, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Now, you already know the struggle could be way too real sometimes. So my hope is that these shows will challenge and inspire you as I basically share the areas that I'm trying to grow in. So let's get it. So first things first, let me go ahead and uh, apologize for, you know, sickness is going around my office. I don't know. And my voice might sound the same, but I got a cough drop in my mouth, probably might be coughing whatever so I ain't sick sick though I'm like probably like like I got the SI but not the CK um anywho so I went to dinner with someone recently and it's someone who I met her years ago and we kind of stayed connected but not really more so over social media and then we went to dinner recently and you know she's in a a different relationship than the last time we connected and um we were kind of talking about that and we were just talking about relationships in general um and it's interesting because she's probably the first person that I've ever like sat down face to face and kind of uh transparently discussed like my fears with relationship and I think it's because she and I share uh similar background as far as somewhat how our she was married before as I was and kind of like the dynamics of our relationship so I don't know if it's because I realized I don't know but for whatever reason there was just this level of safety that um because you know talking about my feelings is not (laughs) something I really do so um well, not with someone sitting in my face, peering into my soul. Clearly, I can do it on this podcast while I'm by myself. Anywho, so when I left that <clears throat> that uh, that dinner, and it just really stirred a lot in my mind, and it's just so stuff, excuse me, I've kind of just, it's like I've already been thinking about it, but I felt like I could better verbalize it. So, you know, here we are. Um, so the interesting thing, um, backstory, I know that it is normal. This didn't happen with her, but this happens often where if you haven't seen someone in a long time, oh, are you dating someone? Like that's a normal adult question. How's work? How are the kids? You know, that's what people ask because that's you know, normally people get in relationships or whatever. Um, but whenever I'm asked that question, it, I don't know. It's like the weirdest thing to me because while it's normal to that person in my mind, what I truly think is like, why would you even think I'd be in a relationship? Not in a, you're stupid type way. Don't get that from my tone, but more so just like, like you actually think, uh, some, I don't know. I don't want to say somebody would date me, but 
because I don't have like this low self-esteem issue. It's not that. But I don't know, just like you see me as somebody who will be in a relationship. And um, it's interesting, though, because <clears throat> so I've been single 12 years. Um, and first of all, for people my age, and I will be 40, um, June 27th, I will remind y'all, holla at your girl. I'll give y'all my cash app, PayPal, whatever, in case y'all want to bless me. Um, but for people around my age, there's no one that I know that I can think of. Make Hopefully I ain't lying, but there's no one that comes to mind that I know that has been single as long as I have been single. And so it's created kind of like this um, disconnect. Like, I truly cannot fathom what it would be like to be, like, in a, like, I feel like I don't even know what people do in relationships. Like, and I'm, I'm so serious. Like, I'm so far removed from that. I mean, I was 27. So my whole 30s, there was no relationship. Unless something changes before I hit 40, my entire decade of 30s, you know, and with it about to be 2020, a new decade, that's kind of makes me, like every year I reflect on life around the beginning of the year. I don't make New Year's resolutions, but I do reflect on the past year and what did I, where did I grow, you know, a year ago, what was my mindset, what's changed in the last year, I also try to every week, sometimes I forget, despite the reminder in my phone, but every week I try to sit down, I have this box, um, and I'll write something I'm grateful for, and date it, and put it in the box, and then at the beginning, on New Year's Day, I'll read it just to kind of look at all the cool things that happened in the year because a lot of times I can get so caught up in the negative things that, you know, you forget some of the good things that happened or the good people in my life even or whatever. So, but with it about to be a whole new decade, that brings an even just greater level of, wow, what was my mindset when I was about to turn 30 and how have I grown? What are areas I need to like, what are things that I don't want to carry into my 40s? I remember when I was turning 30, just thinking, okay, what are things in my 20s that I don't want that to be a part of the 30s? And I'll most likely do that again before I turn 40. So I can't, though fathom being in a relationship but it's crazy because I think it's because life is a lot more settled now you know even if we think about the last decade 10 years ago I was just starting college so I was in college started in December of 09 then I graduated well I finished classes in March of 2015 and then walked in May so that was all that time spent 
in college. So balancing full-time college, full-time work, raising kids. Don't know how the hell I did it, but somehow by the grace of God, you know, got my bachelor's degree. And then a month after I walked and like graduated officially, I mean, technically I was already done, but you know what I mean? Um, then it's like the next four years were kind of just tragedy after tragedy after hard trial to walk through or whatever. So it's just like life was so intense and I feel like things have more become more settled. Um, I, I work, yeah, I work two jobs, but the way my schedule is, I'm busy, like have long days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday, I don't work two jobs. I don't do youth ministry, so I can kind of do what I want. I'll try to go to the gym or record, although sometimes I'll come home from work from the other jobs and record. It just kind of depends on how heavily something's weighing on my mind. Anywho, life is more settled, though. I have, I feel like, more control over my time, and my kids are older. They're 16, 17, and 20, so they're not really... They're not trying to be all up in my face like that. They're trying to be with their friends or they're working, um, adulting somewhat in my son's case. Um, so it's kind of like I have more time for me. And as a result of that, it, it it's like a little bit of a void has been created, I'm seeing, because I had my son when I was 19. So all of my adult life, I've been a mom. You know what I mean? And as I think about them, uh, <laughs> as I think about them, you know, getting older and growing up or whatever, it's like, who am I? Yes, I'll always be their mom, but it's kind of like, who am I? You know what I mean? And then in the midst of all that, um, what I also realize is that the desire for a relationship has just steadily increased now that life is more settled, but it's like, as I said, I cannot fathom being in a relationship. I, it's funny, one of my Facebook memories that popped up recently was talking about, you know, I've been single 10 years and, you know, I don't want to be, why I want to stay single is I don't want to have to think about anyone else's feelings like when you're going through trials and stuff I don't want to have to consider anyone else I don't want to have to love someone unconditionally when they're not acting lovable you know what I mean I don't want to have to I don't remember what else I said but those are the two things that really stuck out to me but really as I've really been reflecting on why I'm so hesitant about relationships really it's because of the situationships that I've had. Um, so over the past 12 years, while I haven't had any relationships, no one I could say, oh, that's my man or whatever, um, there have been people I've been interested in. And then there's also been friendships that I've had where, you know, the lines got so blurred and it just, 
honestly caused more damage than my marriage because those were supposed to be safer situations because these were my these started off as my friends. Um, if you don't know what a situationship is, I'm gonna define it for you based on what I found online because I first heard that title on a meme somewhere. And then when I was going to talk about it, I'm like, okay, well, let me look it up because not everybody knows what it is. So Urban Dictionary defines a situationship. Oops, hold on, let me get it. As a relationship that has no label on it. Like a friendship, but more than a friendship, but not quite a relationship. Instead, both individuals just continue teetering, continue, excuse me, teetering and tottering on the seesaw that is their undefined relationship for months sometimes even years and I actually did a little bit more research and sometimes a situationship can turn into a relationship so sometimes it's like the situationship um it's kind of like the talking stage however in my life that has not been the case because obviously as I said I didn't ha I haven't had any relationships and the situationships that I've had have actually been really emotionally damaging because they were people who started off as friends and then for whatever reasons based on our interactions I had you know grew feelings for these people and then like I said, lines were crossed in some situations, but one, like the last one that kind of just, ugh, was that, you know, once I grew feeling or realized that I was starting to have feelings for this person, I felt like I wanted to tell them simply because I felt like it was kind of fake of me. And this might not have been the best thinking, but whatever it's what I did, it's up there, it's too late. I don't want to hear about you shouldn't have did it because... I can't say I won't do it again, but <laughs> I don't know. It is what it is. But I, I felt like I should tell the person because I just felt like it was fake of me to sit in their face every day knowing I had these feelings and and not say something. And then there was a the part of me that was like, oh, I wonder if this could go somewhere because I've always had this like idea or fantasy or I don't even know what the best way to describe you know best word to label it but we'll just say this idea that you know fall in love with your best friend and even though I struggle with the whole term of best friend but we'll save that for another time um but that's always been something I just I don't know because I just can't I don't know I can't imagine some stranger that knows nothing about me because I just feel like you need to know what you're getting into you know you should know something about me how I am as a person like my personality um because I'm kind of all over the place sometimes so I feel like you should kind of know that and decide if you want to do that or not and so I just I don't know but who we'll see whatever the future holds but that's just kind of always been my 
ideal way of it happening. And so when I shared that with this person, and this was somebody who we had talked about, like he had told me about females he had talked to or whatever, and I had talked to him about maybe people I was interested in or whatever. We talked, we, I thought, had a pretty open, honest friendship. So I figured if he didn't feel the same way, which that was totally okay, because um, I kind of wanted, it's like a band-aid, let me just hurry up and see whether you're on that or not so I can get over it because, I mean, you get over it, you know what I mean? Um, and so I thought that, you know, it would have been a situation where what was said was, I, I don't like you like that, or I think we should just be friends, or I don't know, whatever way you could have said that to say what was true. But instead, what was said was, how did he say it? Something like, I'm, I'm not good in relationships, or something like he didn't want a relationship or something like that. And so, like I said, because we had, as I thought, a pretty honest, open friendship, I thought that that was what it really was. So, okay, I respected it. We were still cool. Like, I wasn't salty about it. I was just like, okay, that's fine. Because the truth, it sets you free from unrealistic expectations and fantasies and just things that are not going to happen and so that's kind of why I've always felt like I should say something um because you get over it like it's it's not the end of the world if somebody doesn't have the same feelings for you or if somebody in you know say that they don't want to be in a relationship whatever you 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 live and you learn but that wasn't that wasn't you know, that wasn't what it was, is the thing. That's where the problem stems from. Because then, next thing I know, um, maybe, I don't know, a few weeks or so later, you in a whole relationship with somebody else. And it's just like, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna say the word I want to say, but dude, what? <laughs> like, What? Why couldn't you have kept it real? And furthermore, you know, with situationships, each time it's been there's so much emotional investment, especially because I've always usually been a person where if I vibe with somebody, we would hang out a lot, talk a lot, and it became this all-consuming just like whirlwind of whatever, and then it would fizzle out after however many months and this has been the pattern that I've noticed in my life and I don't know how to I, I don't really know how to operate outside of that um having feelings for someone or whatever and so the thought of that happening again because that's what's happened every time just look I will stay single for the rest of my life before I ever go through some foolishness like that. Or, you know, you cross lines and you, and you give yourself to someone and then it's just, it's a mess. You know what I mean? And so, or 
let's go back to that same situation because then when the relationship didn't work out and you not boot up no more and then you want to you know because distance can't because that's when I did get salty that's when I had an issue and fell all the way back like I completely stopped talking to him and then when that relationship didn't work out and then you want to come back around as a friend oh where you been oh whoop-de-woo and and then we actually ended up talking about it because he could tell you know I had an issue and at first I wasn't gonna say nothing and you know whatever so we talked about it and so then I'm like okay you know we're all growing we're all in process I I don't I'm, I'm just not good at holding grudges um but then you want to try to come later on some trying to get physical type stuff and it's like no <laughs> like ew you know what I mean like and that made it even worse because it's like that's what you want you know what I mean and and we had that talk because and that's not somebody that I'm cool with anymore but it's like that's kind of been what I've had since being single and so because of that it's kind of like I cannot fathom anything outside of that um and so I want nothing to do with that because as much as I as much as I want to be the type of person and I know it's important to know yourself and not let the opinions of others shape how you feel about yourself I know that is important I know my self-worth does not come from other people I know that I shouldn't allow somebody else's ability or I should say I shouldn't allow someone else's inability to see my worth make me question my worth I know that but walking that out sometimes is it's hard you know what I mean it takes work <laughs> all the stuff I talk about on here that I'm learning and I'm trying to grow it takes work it it takes a lot of work and it's hard and it's hard in those situations to question to not question yourself I should say and not feel like all you have now, I'm not saying all you have to give out like I'm giving it up like that but I'm saying it's hard to not think sometimes that all you have or all that's desired from you is what people want for selfish gain and I'm if you don't understand what I'm saying um I'm saying it the way I'm saying it for a reason because I don't know if my kid's about to listen to this and while we have very transparent conversation, you don't want to hear your mom talking about certain things. So, you know, read between the lines and whatever. So it's kind of like if all people want is what they get out of it it's hard to not question your worth just as a woman. I don't know if men go through that too, because men are wired completely different than us. But as a woman who wants to be seen, who wants to be loved, who wants to be cherished for who I am as a person, like seen as funny, but yet someone who has great depth or hilarious and petty, but also loving and caring and someone who can see all of that and appreciate all of that. 
it's hard not to, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, question your worth. And so as a result of that, I've noticed that even if I call myself interested in someone, I more so now, and it's been like, it's been several years since that last situation, maybe not several, but definitely like three or more for sure. And, um, I just stay super guarded and don't even allow myself a lot of times to entertain thoughts as they come. Cause they do, you might have an inter interaction with someone and then you're like, huh? I wonder, but then all I, I've just been so wounded by people that were supposed, cause like, a, remember what I said, these are people that started off as friends. So these were people that, you know, they, I feel like all of them had some sort of idea of what I have been through, you know, in my marriage and previous relationships and whatever. So they call themselves knowing me call yourself a friend and I get it you know when you're broken and you're wounded you don't necessarily we're all flawed people and you you may not understand the damage you do to other people and that's why I'm such a huge huge you're always going to hear me say this whole thing is about let's grow and let's get better and let's be emotionally physically because that's something I'm working on too mentally and what's important to me also is spiritually healthy because it's like, man, we out here just, I mean, I know I've caused damage to people too. You know what I mean? Unintentionally in my brokenness, not treated people the way they deserve to be treated. So I'm not out here just the victim. That's why I'm trying to grow as a person. And that's why I'm such a huge advocate of it. And that's why I'm always having these challenges at the end because it's kind of like, I'm tired of being hurt by people. I'm tired of seeing my toxic traits. And, you know, I just feel like society as a whole is kind of like the world is, the world may have always been wild, but we definitely can see it a lot more than we could before because of, you know, social media and whatever everything is just at our fingertips on our phones you can see so much stuff that you couldn't see when I was coming up and so that's why I'm such a huge just advocate for doing what you got to do to be healthy because I am fearful of relationships and I know a lot of times the good outweighs the bad like even with those people that were my friends or situationships or whatever. I can think of good things, good times we had, good character traits they had. Um, you know, I can think of that, but I can also think of the crash and burn that happened at the end of all that. And that has hindered me. It's kind of, it's funny because I was already someone who struggled with vulnerability coming into those situations so then when you have somebody like why don't you trust me and whatever and it's 
they're trying to gain your trust and it's like you did all that for what for what you could have just left me as i was you know what i mean so i realize that is a big reason why i'm single and why i stay single and why i don't really try to go there like for me it's sometimes better to just like people from a distance admire stuff about them appreciate stuff about them but not really even remotely consider anything beyond whatever it is friendship acquaintance acquaint whatever they're my acquaintance you know um that's just so much safer but at the same time there is a desire to be in a relationship so it's kind of like this is where I'm always it's like this war within where I have this desire but the vulnerability that it will take to get there um yikes that's terrifying and um but how I'm trying to you know how I'm trying to grow in this because it's not like I'm necessarily I'm talking to anybody at this point where I have a situation where I'm I have uh you know what I mean like have to grow or but I'm just trying to grow period because I feel like I just need to be emotionally healthy period because if that if a situation was to present itself to me how I am now I'm not ready you know what I mean it would just be too mentally exhausting to try to overcome all the like all at once somebody would have to be very 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 patient with me because the yeah so I'm trying to what I'm trying to do now and this is my challenge to all of you because you know it always ends with a challenge is just be true to who I am and how I feel in my other relationships so if you are and, and I do have guy friends that are like dope people in my life and whatever and so not being scared to be close to those guy friends because I'm scared like oh which some of this some in some cases this doesn't apply at all because some of my guy friends are married so that's but I'm saying for those that are single I've I've noticed that ever since that last situation I don't even want to haven't even really wanted to get too close to any guy friends at all like which is not who I am. I like relationships with depth. That's just how I am. And I didn't notice that until more recently. There's somebody who I shouldn't have any fears at all. And I do. And so my growth is in situations that I know are safe. Because not everybody is out here grimy and even in those situations it it probably wasn't even malicious it's just we're all flawed people so what I do is 
when I, like, let's say I have a thought, even like, oh, I want to text this person. Like, y'all just don't even understand. And you'll, you'll learn more the more I talk and the, the further we get into this thing. But y'all don't even understand how much simple things are such a mental battle for me and simple things that are probably so easy for people within relationships it took a lot for me to do whatever it is that I did and so what I'm trying to do is you know not like um, remind myself of what's true and we'll get more into that in another episode but it's like remind myself of what's true this particular person that I'm thinking of has never done any like this person has always been a solid friend so when I have fears of anything I remind myself of what's true and then once I remind myself of what's what's true then I act according to what I actually want to do because when I live in fear and I believe whatever lies I want to believe about what could, what will happen or whatever, then I don't do whatever it is I feel like I want to do. So I'm not being true to myself. And so I really want to be free to be me. I really want to, you know, love without restriction. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about just loving people in general. I just want to love without any fear of anything and I used to kind of be more like that and I'm I'm not or maybe I never was I don't know I whatever we'll figure that out as we go too because now I'm gonna dig into that but that's my challenge to you you got to have that self-talk with yourself and be true to who you are and if you're wounded then, you know, do what you got to do to get healthy because you're ultimately robbing people of you when you allow wounds and fears to stop you from just acting and operating in the way in which you were created because we were all created to be loving people. We weren't created to be as divided as society is, you know, a lot of the time. And a lot of the times, the love that you want to pour out to people is the love that they need. And so it's like we're robbing people of what they need and people are robbing us of what we need when we're wounded. And it's just this cycle of brokenness. And I'm just trying to do what I can do on my end. I'm only one person, but to just not operate in brokenness in the relationships that I have and what I can control. So that's my challenge to y'all. Hope you have a great rest of your day, night, whatever, whatever time of day it is you're listening to this. And yeah, until next time.